The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here and analyze this, this uh, first edition, uh, first March edition, 2024. Uh, so I want to know the Tom, the Tom Ader era is the, the, of him being a, on the cover of Take 12 done. He's, he's a February, he was on the cover of February, so I was teasing him yesterday to let you know uh, his, uh, his honeymoon is over. Uh, check this out, uh, Doc School, good morning, Donald Doc School, how you doing? The handle? Oh, are you hooking that up? You're bringing that up there. Uh, Donald Duck School, what's going on? Morning, Ducks. Good morning. Good morning, how are you? You know me, I'm doing well. Uh, hanging tough, listening to the conversation. It is awesome, you know what I mean, to, to know that the impact of... Uh, well, before I said good morning to the listening of you, you know. Of course. Of this course. is Duck School out of the capital. <laughs> The hand that I got, I got Frankie Johnson in the studio here uh, uh, as well. So I tell you, we 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 gonna knock out this little five minute conversation about uh, Hamilton impact out of Nevis yeah. and 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 what would who wouldn't be more ideal would be you, you know what I mean? Being born there and 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 you're a fortune and I live the majority of your life over here. What what's it like? Um, what, what Hamilton is down in Nevis, man? Is he revered down there? Hamilton is revered in Nevis. I mean, when you come in, the hospital in Nevis is named after Alexander Say, Hamilton. Say, I didn't know that. I learned something this morning. Yeah. Hospital. That's where I was born. Okay. Okay. Now, 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 you you from Gingerland, right? No, I, I write <laughs> under Gingerland. Coal Hill, Grong Hill, and Cox. Where, where, where is that in, 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 uh, in proximity to, to Charleston, um, where, where um, Hamilton was born? Well, Hamilton was born in, he wasn't in Charleston, he was born, you know. He what, was born, born? Up on the plantation, Hamilton Plantation. The Hamilton, okay, okay, okay. But remember, they, remember now, they moved, uh, uh, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. He, he had, his mother, his mother had moved from St. Croix to, to Nevis, and that's where she met Hamilton. So you're right, the Hamilton yeah. Plantation over there, correct. Yeah. It was that plantation, and that is why those Americans, like Aaron Bo and them said that he was one. He was a black man. You yeah. understand? Because he was saying any anybody come off of a plantation back then, anybody come off of a black plantation back then had to have connectivity to 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 the, Afri the, the, the African race. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and the genealogy, you know, back then when they say if you had one, what is one tenth of a blood or one one fifth or whatever it was, you were. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the that was one of the the, the, the reasoning when he and Aaron because they managed to call him a nigger, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that created a lot a lot of friction. But in Nevis, Hamilton is revered. There's a, the Hamilton House in Nevis. Mm -hmm. Tourists come in and they go up to see Hamilton House. You know what I mean? So so basically, the Aaron Burrs of the world didn't believe he was a true blue blood. Like how they look at themselves? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And if if you if you look at the thing that the the, the five black presidents, or well, well, he wasn't a president, but one of those individuals who shaped America, Hamilton mm -hmm. is listed in there. Mm -hmm. 
Oh yes. You know? Oh yes. Well, you know doubt about that. Check this out. The popularity of the, of the of Broadway, the musical, has translated into staggering revenue figures, with ticket sales surpassing an impressive five hundred million dollars. That's Broadway we're talking about, you know? not movie theaters. Broadway, half a billion. I wanted to see that. I wanted to see that Hamilton because I I I do a lot of reading on Hamilton. You know, they need to they need to, they, they 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 got obligation to bring it to the islands, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> because yeah, because of the, because of the foundational uh, aspect of his life, right, Donkey? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And when you were reading about where people are going to travel and tourists to come, St. Croix is supposed to be. Uh, one of the Halmar because we under the U.S. flag. Co I mean? Correct, correct. Saint Croix and by extension Nevis. You know what I'm saying? So, so uh, we we gonna break this down more during the month. You know, this is VI History Month uh, in March, and um, we read we read about the history of Edward Wilmer Blyden as well. That's rich as well. Uh, uh, I think they need to actually do something significant with respect to that history, given what he did. Um, being the, uh, the father of Pan-Africanism. You know what I'm saying? I would don't be surprised if you see a movie or some musical coming up for that day as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Blyden is, is a hero. Mm -hmm. I yeah, so, you know? so we're going to look. And, 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 and I, when, in reading that, um, it was interesting to see that he came from that Presbyterian background, but actually had high sensitivity for the, for the Islamic religion and all that stuff, right? It looked like everything that we're dealing with today in the modern world is, a, is of a cyclical nature, Doc School. Absolutely. It is. It is. It is. Listen, there's nothing under the sun that, that is new. Okay? Mm-hmm. But that, that, that iconic statement, there's nothing under the sun that is new. And we, all we're doing is going back around, going back around. And the, 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 the religions that were put in place, uh, the Muslim religion basically adhere to black people. Yep. You know, over, over, over in that area. Mm -hmm. And then you have Christianity that came about, started off. Well, we had the Coptic Christians. That's a different different uh, aspect, the Orthodox Christianity. And then you had... Uh, the Christian Christianity that was created by 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 Rome mm -hmm. and Stantine, and that's where I always talk about the Ecumenical Council of Nice at 325 AD, where that whole foundation basically was canonized and put in place. So, but in, but, but in reading the um in the Bladen um biography, the Dutch had a big big influence um in the religion in, in religion as well because that was a church that he was he, he grew up in over there in Saint Thomas. Yeah, the Dutch Reformed Church. The Dutch Reformed Church, yeah. 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 So yeah. we're going to talk about this more. I'm going to let you know, um, and uh, given uh, you, you were born in Nevis and all that stuff. By the way, resale prices for the Hamilton musical reach as high as $10,000 per ticket. Yeah, man. So that will let you know that in its heyday, 2015, 2016, that was one of the hottest things. That, that was like, like Benia and St. Croix. Uh, and Johnny and, and, and Cake out of Totola <laughs> and St. Thomas. That's, what, that's how hot it was. We'll talk on Monday with the table talk. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate that. Brother, blessings to everybody. And uh, Senator Johnson, I don't know why you're taking so long to come to the, come to the studio. Come and bring your card. Good morning. I'm here early today. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want you running away from, from Analyze. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we good. That we good, we good, we good. Th thanks a lot. Good looking out, Docs. I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. Uh, okay, good. good you got that done. Our school talking a little bit, reminiscing about Hamilton and the impact and uh, Senator Johnson to hear that they named the hospital after we and they got Hamilton house yes. down there. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's big. 
like it's news to the people who don't really uh, travel that yeah, far sometimes, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I, I want to say good morning, and I definitely want to start out by apologizing for what happened uh, the last week. Now apologize to the young lady. Well, well, you know, sometimes you know me, you go yeah, way back. I yeah. can understand that, but My, but the, to your audience do. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, people looking yeah. forward to hearing oh, conversation. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. But I must say, um, mm -hmm. sometimes my schedule I don't look at. No, no, no. That's why I, I I have been there. I know what it's like, and things happen. But I must, but I must say, I I've been to us something the Thursday night. Yeah. And I found out that Fernando Webster, their mother, was being buried that Friday Oh, on a Friday morning? Okay, I didn't know that. And, See, I didn't know that, we, man. I, I, we raised up in Mali. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Them, no, I, no, I didn't know that. Matter of fact, yeah. when I went to, I, I was in the States uh, in January, and he and I went to see him row. Yeah. The same row in the plane. He and uh, Elroy Clark out of West, that's his partner. Yeah, so we, we, we grew up in Mali together. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Time before they moved to Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. And Maki and... Uh, yeah, and, lemon, I mean, and all, so I know all of them boys. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, yeah. I, when I found out that I, I knew the mother very well too. Um, we, mm -hmm. we were five. Five apartments apart. So I've been in Mali, you say? Yeah. The, the, know, them, um, what call it? Them candle down there on the shoreline. The sun. <laughs> so they, I, they, I, they, yeah. We had a wonderful time oh, no, growing no, up there. Tongue house. They don't call it candle. Tongue house. They tongue house them on the shoreline. Everybody want them. Everybody want People complain. They say, what? You know, they, they, they say, when, when that man from housing used to come sing great, they used to turn to another. You know. used to turn to the local. <laughs> they say, these people complain about living here. <laughs> they, got town, right? they got townhouses. They got townhouses. They, like. they used to really maintain those places back in those days. And mm -hmm. you know, I I, I went New Jersey job call. Yeah. And so when I took pictures of where I live and I sent them and I tell them I live in a project. This this is not project. They want to know what you're doing here. This is, is that, not project. I had a, a young you know? lady here. Uh, her name is Jessica Samuel. Um, she's an author. She uh, lives in Saint John now, but she's from here. Her sister, um, her last name is Guy. Okay. Um, she went to Edison, though. She okay. went to job coach. She went to job coach. Yeah. She said, you went to Edison? She said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of folks went there. I said, yeah. you know, I've been running into some of my friends them from back then. That's some 40-something years ago. Yeah, man. Yeah. But you still run into people. But, like, you know, oh, but you know, that yeah. was a good that was a good avenue for... Man, you know, look. Look, the things, that, the things that we take for granted, it retrospectively, were so valuable. They never let things change my life. That's what I'm saying, man. I, I know a part I could have been easily. Dallowy. And and the opportunities that I got. And, you know, I'll tell you what bothers me a lot about it. And I'll say this on here. And I, I don't, if I, I ain't the person that I hold back. Mm -hmm. And I don't hide things. Mm -hmm. I continuously reaching out to the folks for Job Corps. For when they're gathering children to send them there. Mm -hmm. For me to have an opportunity to talk to them. And give them my experience. And show them where they can move. Once the doors to them are just waiting for you to open them up, mm -hmm. they're not locked. And opportunities, I, I started out, I went there and I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I say in six months, I get to know that this place. Uh, how old you was when you went to job? Club? I was 19 years old. Okay. Yeah. I quit school in 11th grade. Yeah. And I went there and I said, man, I didn't like it. I said, I get to know that this place in six months. Mm -hmm. I gonna get my GD in six months. I gonna get a small engine certificate and I gone. Mm -hmm. I did all of that. But guess what? They sent me on to a vocational school, a private vocational school. Okay. Off campus. Mm -hmm. Paid for my, my lodging and everything. Mm -hmm. Gave me money. In Jersey? In New Jersey. Yeah. I went to Union County Vocational School. Okay. I'm a welder by trade. Yeah, okay. Certified welder. Okay, see. But then when I came back home, I came back home in 82, November of 82. Mm -hmm. Hesa just laid off some 600 men. Yeah, and, and that was a... That was the first big layoff in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so when that happened, I said, Jesus, I'm bread. I came home the wrong time. Yeah. And I, I actually left a job 
coming home, I say, I, I didn't care but, for but, the but cold. But wait, but wait, wait. Okay, no, no, Stevie Cash is an alternator man. Alternator, alternator man. Alternator yes. man, yeah, yeah, and yeah. These yeah. guys went Jabco. Yeah, Stevie, Stevie went to uh, uh, Jabco as well, too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's I a lot of... Yeah. Great oh. alternator man. Ain't nobody were better than him. <laughs> no, man, Stevie you, Cash. You, br- you bring yeah. the alternator yeah. and yeah. he fix yeah. it in a blink. Saki, right? He's a Saki, right? Yeah, he's a Saki, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Delemo, oh yes, 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 So, so it, it, the but the alternator place was Saki, Saki, yeah. Saki alternator. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I try hard to to reach out to them. I I went to the office in Sunnyers. I met the young lady, and I did some group session with them way back when I used to work to the prison. Mm-hmm. And and I I think it went well because sometimes the unknown is 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 a little fearful to people. But well, but let, me, let, me, let me educate the public. You were once the warden. No. Sergeant, my rank was sergeant. Your high rank was sergeant, but, 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 but I saw some uh, 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 scenarios where yeah. you were running the prison, though. Never like did just about everything there, just about. You, so you were everything. never the director, never, never the director, warden, never the warden. But sergeant. you were calling shots there. I call a lot of shots. I know in two thousand I went there to visit one of my childhood friends, and you were calling the shot I, then. I, I call a lot of shots. I I really was a very active and um. <clears throat> Positive posting down there in getting programs mm-hmm. and things like that. And, and that's what bothers me a lot with what I'm seeing now. And, and I must say I had a tour there and I saw some improvement. Okay. I will give them credit for okay. that. Okay. I saw some improvement. I didn't get to complete the tour and see the shops then because I know we did cabinets. We had a carpenter shop. Mm-hmm. We did body work. We had a body shop. We did mechanic. We had a mechanic shop. We had um, upholstery. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the prisoners made their own uniform when we were there. But I had a program too where <laughs> they would go out to work. Oh, that was the biggest program. I ran that when, there for a when, while. When, uh, when I was working at the Department of Education, Greenwich. Yes. Uh, Greenwich was, he, he had worked down there, right? Yes, Greenwich used to work there. They used yeah, to go yeah, to the yeah, center prisoners. Yeah, and my man like Bendigo and their man used to- Cut used, the schools. Yeah, used to go to cut the school, do all the school work. That, that yeah. program is a, the work detail program. Mm-hmm. What's happening now, Neville, um, with the consent decree, the Bureau of Corrections sent a lot of our prisoners out. So when they send the prisoners, they're left with more detainees than prisoners. And the prisoners that are there are not eligible for these programs. I assure you, we have a lot of prisoners in the mainland. Explain that, uh, educate the public, between the distinction between a detainee and a prisoner. Well, the detainee is a person waiting for his trial. Yeah. Have not been tri- charged. They've been charged, yeah. but haven't had a trial mm-hmm. and haven't been found guilty. But we've had detainees in there for as long as how long? Oh, one time they've been somebody we found somebody that been there nearly ten years. That's what I'm saying. That's a, that's a, that is prison. That is that is a yeah, pri- that's but, a prisoner but, type designation, exactly. even though they were detained. And it's because our courts yeah. have been you know lagging behind and not being able to keep up with the trials and stuff like that. But there's also complications with trials, though. There is. Yeah, there in, is. In fairness to the courts. And and I I have a speedy act trial bill that I'm trying to bring to the floor. I mm-hmm. spoke to the uh, attorney general and. We're gonna have some meeting finally. Mm-hmm. I have this bill from from last year. You know, speedy trail big no because that's a, that's a Trump take down as well. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah, but we need that because yeah. when I went to the prison la, uh, two weeks ago at least, they had maybe about 180. Well, you could say prisoners, mm-hmm. but out of that 180, I think like 130 was detained. No man, no man, no man. The detainees was no, more than never. The detainees not were more than prisoners. Thirteen out of every eighteen was detainees. Were detainees? The numbers were large. The numbers for detainees. One thirty out of one eighty. Something like that was a big number. It was way more detainees than prisoners. Way more by far. But, but based on that ratio that you telling me, that's two and a half to one detainees the, to um to, to, to prisoners. Our trials not moving untimely. Mm-hmm. The courts have some problems with the logs of mm-hmm. all these cases. So mm-hmm. you know, a couple the times the pandemic set back a lot of it, things too. That there too. Mm-hmm. 
But if we don't put a speedy trial act in place, mm -hmm. people's rights going to continue to be violated. I give you an example about a young man that um, appealed his case one time. He appealed his case. He was charged with murder, mm -hmm. found guilty. He appealed his case. He won his appeal. So once he won the appeal, now he become back a detainee. This guy stayed in prison over 12 years and they didn't have no the guys were in, were in prison. What? That's now when he started making noise, we know we are like, but wait, this man they here, Malachang, mm -hmm. right out of Gallas Bay. Mm -hmm. When we know we realize that this guy they here so long and nobody doing nothing, we start looking into it for him, calling the courts and everything. So we're trying to find the people who testify against We can't find nobody. That's why I said the, the case is a bit complicated, guy, Rodney. Also, was telling me one day, um, <clears throat> one of the things that people tend to take for granted with trials is that the longer you take to come to trial, the greater the risk that the witnesses are going to forget details. That's killing us. And, you know, I know a next young man, and, and people say, well, why can't you file a case against the government? Mm -hmm. What are you going to get? Know this young man that appealed his case. In, in fact, you can't appeal your case until you get a transcript. Mm -hmm. This case happened and it took 10 years for this young man to get his transcript. 10 years. So they was giving him a piece of the transcript today, a piece tomorrow. 10 years. When he appealed the case, the appeal court, appeal court released the man free. You, you, your name is in this trial. You, nobody can prove that you did nothing lose the man out. He's on the street here saying, Cry walking today. And can't get the attorney to even help represent him to file a case against the government for holding him for 10 years for mm -hmm. talking. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. That was one of the worst cases that I know about. Mm -hmm. And Neville... A lot of us learning about the, uh, the appellate process. That's another complicated issue there as well. I'm not talking stories here, Neville. Uh -huh. I'm talking facts. Yeah. I could walk on the street. I could go and bring that young man. I could bring him in their studio. And he will tell you about this case and what happened to him. Well, us having a Supreme Court actually helped our situation because remember our district court was playing a dual role. Dual role, yeah. Right? Uh, they were dealing with federal cases and they were our appellate uh, in, uh, level institution as well. It helped us, but it actually punished the individual and who went through it. Because if you speak today, if there's a person that went through that district court, mm -hmm. let's say they've been on parole, most of them already went out now. You probably only got a couple around the place. And they were signing into the district court. You talking about the district court? Yeah. At the time when it was our appellate yeah. court. Yeah. But remember, the, the, the district court handled a lot of our federal cases. Yeah, our our oh, yeah, murder yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Not federal cases, murder cases. We're we, we going to take a break and I know that we'll pick, we'll yeah. pick up the discussion. Now we also talk about the legislation you're looking to uh, to move um, in the 35th legislation. We got Senator Frankie Johnson, Senator Franklin Johnson, out to the West. Uh, join me this morning. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. St. Croix has something for everyone. With two locations, the Bank of St. Croix provides personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a nonprofit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. Bank of St. Croix Gallows Bay, Bank of St. Croix Peters Rest, and online, bankofstcroix.com. For details about our nonprofit community investment checking account, our service specialists are ready to help. Bank of St. Croix, member FDIC. As the news gets more complex and changes through the day, you need more than just a quick headline check. Here and Now keeps you connected to your world between Morning Edition and All Things Considered as the news and the people shaping it are changing in real time. I'm Robin Young. Follow along on Here and Now 
NPR News weekday afternoons. From 2 to 4 on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party! Or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here on Lysis. We got um, sophomore senator uh, Franklin Johnson uh, joining us here uh, in the studio. He laughed. That's what you are. It's the second I go around with a sophomore. Sof- sophomore. I mean, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, and you're there before, as a matter of fact, officially. Yeah. Uh, so glad to have you here. And also, you have, uh, you want to introduce your staff? Constantia, this is my uh, translator, does everything for me, do all, all of my trips out on the street. Mm hmm. Put me up on Facebook and let everybody see my face. Social I, oh, media? Yes, yeah, social media, you okay. know. So it's a blessing. I have a very good staff. Um, people good. come to work and they work hard. That's good. You were talking about the, the federal cases and the appeals and the the the, 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 the time dynamic that could have people incarcerated much longer than they much should. Much longer than they should. And, and, and what it does to, to folks, especially the guys in that, when the fed, when the district court will handle our murder cases, right? Mm-hmm. All of these folks are caught up in the middle. The VA government don't get them a transfer because they came to the district court, and the district court said, "You're really not our prisoner. You're a local prisoner." These guys get locked down, can't transfer to go to other state and sign in. So, but mm-hmm. most of those guys have dwindled out somewhat, you know. But I, I I must say that um, the time that I worked there, what I saw and what I'm seeing today is a whole different ball game. And we, we had a we had a situation around that same time I was talking to you, where the federal government sent back a lot of a lot of our. Uh, this is this is 2000, 2001, maybe ninety nine. Red they, Oak or something was the name yeah, of the. Uh, yeah, they put them the on prison. a plane. Yeah. They said we're sending them back. We're gonna scratch your bill because you owe us, but we ain't holding them. We owe them millions of dollars. So we so they write we write them off the bill, yeah, but, but but keep them. Take them. You know, and, and now we're we're now sending prisoners out, and I kind of understand, mm-hmm. but I, I'm saying that when when we sent out prisoners back in those days, it was because you were somebody we couldn't handle. I can tell you of some of the people that we have sent out lately, the best skill prisoners we have sent out, we sent out our, our workers. So because we sent out our workers, the people. So who, so, so you're saying the the the. the the, the constant decree has them... No, 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 I'm, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm talking... You're saying some of our most uh, violently convicted criminals are also some of the the, 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 the most killed? No, 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 I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. 
what I'm saying is most of our skilled prisoners we sent away. Skilled prisoners. Yeah, not that they are violent and they, be, they were problems. Oh, they're skilled. That's, yes. Okay, okay. When I work to the prison, yeah. when we put you on a plane, mm -hmm. it's because you are a problem. We wasn't going to deal with you. We send you away. Mm -hmm. Pretty much was a punishment, but at the same time, tried to get you to... When is a problem, you mean uh, physical, physical or, or, or influencing other, or, or, mostly other physical. prisoners? Mostly physical. Prisoners that would hurt prisoners, yeah. hurt staff. Yeah. And when you do a couple of couple times, we send you out. But they're violent then? That's what in my days. Yeah. Today, yeah. they're just sending prisoners. Oh, okay, okay. I understand the distinction we're saying. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, back yeah. then, that's yeah. what we did. Yeah. Today, they are sending the, the people yeah. who can work. Yeah. I gave you a story about a young man. Yeah. After Hurricane Hugo, when we came back, all the prisoners was gone because we didn't show up to work. I, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. I, I remember that. John Bell was in charge of the... Yeah. The, 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 but when yeah. we came back, there were four prisoners in the facility. There was three Venezuelans that had just got caught bringing in drugs. Mm -hmm. They didn't have a phone or nothing to call nobody uh, to go to place. And they had nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Yeah. And there were one prisoner there. One Virgin Island prisoner left in the prison. Mm -hmm. And I'll call his name to you. His mm -hmm. name was Roy Toussaint. Mm -hmm. he, he committed a, a, a very bad crime. Mm -hmm. He killed his, his wife and child mm -hmm. over there on the island of St. John. He was the only prisoner left there. He was a trustee. He worked in the storeroom with the supplies and everything like that. For whatever reason, I know when I left, I could tell you I met him there. So I, I, I worked 20 years. I'm now retired 20, 20 years from there. So mm -hmm. that's some 40 years ago. So he already did 40 plus years. Mm -hmm. And they sent him on a plane and sent him away. And I asked, like, what did Two Cent do? They said, well, Two Cent had too much access. He worked in the storeroom and he had a key and he opened this and who gave him the key? Mm -hmm. Who gave him the access? Remember what I said to you? After the hurricane, mm -hmm. there were only four prisoners in that facility. One, one Virgin Islands prisoner. One Virgin Islands prisoner. Yeah. I mean, we end up getting back all of our prisoners mm -hmm. except one, but the one guy, he took his family away, and from five years after, he got caught in New York. They brought him back home, and the judge said, you know, you, you go back to New York and continue walking. Because for the time that you've been out, you, you didn't know, get so We never really had this discussion. The, the 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 hurricane I was speaking about Hugo earlier today. Okay. Right? Hugo devastated the island of St. Croix, right? Mash yeah, up mash it up. Everything including the prison system. Yeah. And it was, a decision was made at the time that the prison didn't have the wherewithal in the aftermath of the storms. So they pretty much let the prisoners go or the prisoners escape <laughs> on their own. Well, partly escape and then uh partly Jan Bell said, you know what, go out and take care of your family. Mm -hmm. We really the, the place was was crushed. No, we were no we were we were we were flat. Anyway, we, so, got so all, saying, we got back all our prisoners so, except so, so one. I, I want to talk about how, yeah. the, how the part went. Man are coming back on their own or man get a word that we're coming for you. So come back before we come for you. Peace and peace. Yeah. Some was coming back and some we had to go and get. Yeah. Some guys got on boats and went to St. Thomas yeah. and we got them. We got back all our prisoners except one man. The one fellow you referenced, referenced in New York. One man. Yeah. And this guy had mostly like a year left on his sentence. Oh, that was easy for the judge to say. Yeah, so oh, go back, yeah, go when back he, when he, Because yeah. when they when they picked him up with a citation mm -hmm. and they extradited him because we had we're looking for this man. Yeah. His time was done past. When the judge looked into it, they yeah. said he said his mom was sick, yeah. took his mom out of here. Yeah. He had a job, he never got in problem again. The mm -hmm. judge said, You go back to New York and you continue walking. Okay. okay. That's judicial discretion. Yeah. But but I must say one gentleman ended up it's a, easy come to prison, hard to get out. Mm -hmm. One of our prisoners actually kidnapped a security guard at UVI. Mm -hmm. 
put him in the trunk and went joyriding, having fun. Yeah, I heard about that. Remember that. It, this guy had like a year left though. So that means he had a mental problem then. Well, he was just joyriding. He thought it was fun. You know what this guy is solving now? But clearly he wasn't thinking. He wasn't. You know what he's solving right now? The same life? A life sentence. Yeah, man. He had a year left on his sentence. I mean, wow. Know him very well. Mr. Trevor Dewberry out of Fredericksburg. Wow. He's solving a life sentence. So he got caught up in a, a drug transaction. That's carjacking. Yeah. Kidnapping. He got, he got a, 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 guy, a guy that had a year left is now doing a life sentence. And he was a drug-related case. He came in for some small portion of the cocaine. I remember this guy. You know his case clearly. But, it, but it's the, the, the rehabilitation aspect of being incarcerated, what can we do legislatively to reduce recidivism? Well, those programs help. Those training, preparing them for going back out. I give you a true story that I'm experiencing right now as we speak. Mm -hmm. There's a gentleman that came out of prison. I, when I worked there, he was there. He did some 42, 40, 42 to 45 years, right? He's now 60 years old. Just came out of prison. When he went in, how old he was? <laughs> he was about 19, 20. And he served all 40 years in jail? In prison, yeah. He just come back out on the street. Wow. I saw him. I reached out to him. And this guy, it, it's such a sad experience. When he saw me, he just called me and started trembling, Neville, and mm -hmm. he has a lot of problems. Need counseling, trying to get a job. I, I brought him to my office. I prepare a resume for him. I got him a job. In the 60s? Right now, I'm talking about. No, he is oh, in his 60s. In his 60s, yes, 60, 61. That's, that's good. I got him a job. I gonna be there in another nine days or no? I finally covered, man. Welcome I finally covered. <laughs> got him to go to some some counseling. I hope that he yeah. take it because yeah, man. this guy it's a different world out there now dealing with man. Never, I never know the guy. Mm -hmm. When he see me, he he's shaking, he's trembling. Yeah, one, of, so one of my listeners just said, "Great discussion." Yeah, you know you're supposed to come to talk legislative. Yeah, we that's come what, to, but that, but that, that's why I asked the question. Yeah, and I, I, uh, is, is there something that you can? do or you're thinking about brainstorming legislatively right More, to, to address our our fears of recidivism and, associated and, and, and with recidivism. that's that's where my and you and senator francis pr pr uh, with law enforcement reform. background sign of gittins yeah you know you know one thing we've said over the years ago yeah. right <laughs> people like to elect police you know? the term before you yeah. they had five La. former police yeah. right in the legislature or, prison, uh, prison yeah. reform legislation is something I've been looking at clearly I haven't mm -hmm. put in anything yet but what I'm looking at because we need to make sure that these guys are skilled and trained we can't just keep locking them up they're going to come out someday we got to educate them, man. That's the, that's yeah, the key yeah. there. Skill and train, yes, but they need education. They'll be able to be read and write. And, and, and you'll be surprised, right? Yeah. Some of them just can't do that. I know, man. A lot of them. I know. I know. And, and, and old men, yeah. men of age, I, not, not young people. What about the library down there, man? That's a big pro library. Man, Patrick let me tell you, right? The you got a library in the jail, man? They have a library, right? But Neville? Beer? Beer to, for me, for what I know, what we had. Because we had a law library out of this wall. Neville. I'm you know, a lot of men that go jail, <laughs> right? A lot of men that go jail. Yeah. And them hours that 
that they, they took for granted when they're being in school. Yeah. They're putting a team when they're going in jail. You know, they're in library research. You, how much movies you see? Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was looking at a clip mm-hmm. from Shawshank Redemption that I did Timothy yeah. Robbins. And, and you would think, you know, but clearly he was a white collar criminal. Yeah. White, white collar criminal. White criminal yeah. but, but, but these guys, the, 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 the detail they, that. They can teach the other prisoners. Yeah, man. A prisoner helped me prepare a case. Malcolm X, the same thing yeah. with Brother Bain, a, all that stuff. A prisoner in Golden Grove mm-hmm. helped me prepare a case. Of course. A litigation case. Of course. That I won. They could do that. That I won. They could do that, man. They could do that. You know, but I also want to speak about my geriatric bill because yeah, I got yeah. that passed. Okay, okay. And that, that was act uh, mm-hmm. number 8791. Congratulations. And yeah. I, I think that was... Ger- a big thing. I, I've been speaking about it for the last two, three weeks. I had a fight uh, with uh, that measure. Uh, <laughs> on my show because I, yeah. I keep referencing. I went to New York because the, the medical school, even before uh, Dr. Hall yeah. came here, Remember, I had a situation with the medical school for St. Croix, and then St. Yes. Thomas said they wanted one. So I looked at that in 2006. I met with Bratman. That's his name. Okay. Andrew Bratman at NYU. Uh. And he said, if you're going to deal with, with a medical school, then you need to look at a specialty. And since where you guys are at, geriatrics might be where you want to look at because people retiring, yeah. back issues and all that stuff, they need to, to rehabilitate. So you're saying that we got geriatric? Like I have my geriatric uh, parole. Yeah. And that that, that is... um. Medical parole release, a geriatric parole release. Mm-hmm. That is, it's now law. It's mm-hmm. Act Number eighty-seven ninety-one. Where, where did you model it after? Uh, any other but, main, a mainland jurisdiction? Mainland jurisdiction, but I, I, I did it a lot differently because of age, and and I, I, I don't think I'd get that measure passed. Places like California, many other states, you could, you could be eligible for geriatric parole at age fifty-two. What what is geriatric parole? Break that down for me. Geriatric parole is for an individual who is ailing, who is sick, medically, mm-hmm. just waiting to die sometimes. Wow. And they could, but it's a parole. You have to have family members that are willing to take you. You're not going to just be released on the street. But I did it with age 65. And my reason for doing it and putting age 65 versus 52, which some 20 state across mm-hmm. the nation has at age 52. That's a significant difference in age, though. Well, I needed that. 20, that's not that. And wh- why, why I needed that that's age a, difference is... 13 on top. That's another quarter left uh, on top of that. Well, I wanted to use that age as an example because I want to make sure when that person come out, they don't become a burden to the government. They can collect Medicaid uh, uh, and Medicaid. Oh, okay, yes, 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 yes. That's a good... That's and, a good that's and sometimes, a good if that individual used to work, because he's incarcerated, he can't collect his social security. Mm-hmm. But when he comes out, he could now collect his social security because he's at that age. So when I started to look at the, 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 the you know the, the, the measures that other states have statutes, statutes, yeah. I said, you know, mm-hmm. I got to change this up a bit. Okay. Where if someone come out, they don't become a burden no, that's on a, the government. That's legit. That's legit. They, they'll, they'll definitely have be eligible for the Medicaid, mm-hmm. Medicare. And sometimes they collect a social security mm-hmm. check once they had a job so, so, prior so, to so them going to so prison. So if we're making this available for you, we don't want your being uh, eligible for parole a financial cost on the government. On the purchase. government. Because right okay. now, that's what it is. Okay. You you have some guys, when you see some of the medical bills in that come in for those guys that we have across the mainland, mm-hmm. you be spending a million, ten, sometimes, one point they had it up to like seven million dollars in medical expense. Wow. Sometimes they medical expenses. For our, for our incarcerated Our incarceration. Population. A year ago, mm-hmm. two prisoners cost the Bureau of Correction 
$500,000 in one year. Two alone. Guess what happened, Neville? They end up dying in prison. They could have been released. Mm -hmm. They could have get the Medicaid, the Medicare. The family member would have had them. Mm -hmm. Instead, the government spent a burden and... So you said there's two bills, not just one. Yes, it, it's one bill. One bill, but affecting two different areas. Two different areas. Okay. The geriatric and yeah. the medical parole. Medical parole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So it's two things. It's two mm -hmm. things in, in one. But I, I, you know, I must say thanks uh, to my uh, colleagues. What, what, and yeah. What was the support on the floor? Man, I'll 15 vote for it. Okay, that's good. That's and then good. the governor saying it. I, yeah. It was yeah. a back and forth. That bill yeah. took a good while to get through. I had to go back, readjust. Which, which, which uh, committee jurisdiction was in? Health or, um, it, or, no, or public safety? It started through public safety. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the, the director was not too much in support of it and we had a couple meetings mm -hmm. and um, it prevailed, you know. Okay. It, it, was a, it was a little battle I don't get it. into why she wanted support of it. <laughs> At the end of the day, she came around is what you're saying. That, that's all that matters, that's all you know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's okay. all that matters. Okay. But, okay. but, but the big bill that I really want to move right now is that um, yeah. Speedy Trial Act. Okay. Of, of all the things them that I have left, I mean, I got a lot of other measures. I got the... Built now, to carry now, government now there, employees. There, now there's uh, there, there's something about the speedy trial. Like I was reading this, you know, because I'm interested. You know, I'm, I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a lawyer without portfolio. Okay. Like me and Docs Cole, we like to tease ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Ronnie's a lawyer, but me, Rocky, and Docs, we're the lawyers without portfolio. Speedy trial is people believe that that only is supposed to benefit the defendant, but in reality, mm. it's also to to to, to defend the state, isn't it? Yes. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna when, say, not defend the state, but benefit. But benefit, benefit the state. Yeah. Because, all right, let's let's give an example for somebody that you have incarcerated. And, and this happened a couple times. Mm -hmm. Guy's been there for like five, six years. The trial didn't come, but what they was charged for, they could only do two years. Mm -hmm. You paid for a man for three more years. It costs you holding him. And then you end up releasing him. Yeah, it ain't just about a legal benefit. There's also economic benefit. Fact, yes, yeah. it's a costly yeah. benefit. Yeah. In fact, when speaking to the director when I did that tour, because these detainees is in the prison so long, past a year, they now have to get dental cleaning. Every six months, you got to get dental cleaning. Mm -hmm. And these are, these are things you cannot deny them. You okay, have okay, okay. Here, here's the aspect of it, right? The speedy trial is... Uh, on the surface, I'm going to have a break now. Okay. Um, um, when somebody believes that they're being wrongfully charged, they have the ability for a speedy a trial. Speedy trial but, yeah. but on the flip side, right, on the federal speedy trial, right, it said provides that the trial of a defendant charged with an offense against the United States shall be commenced within 60 days from the date the defendant is arrested or a summons is issued. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's an economic dynamic there as well because Us. if you're in jail for 180 days compared to 60, you got paid. That comes at a cost, three meals, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it's a yeah, costly yeah. endeavor. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after and pick up the discussion. No. Yeah. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic authors artists sports news and maybe even some magic every saturday on weekend edition from npr news weekend edition saturdays at 8 a.m on wtjx fm 93.1 on american experience the story of three black diplomats 
The State Department had the well-deserved reputation of being extremely elitist. Pale, male, and Yale. Who broke racial barriers. Back to the back was, they could never conceive that a black man could ever be an ambassador. It is hard to do the work of America when you have been Jim Crowed by your own government. The American Diplomat on American Experience. Tune in March 7th at 9 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. There are many complex issues that arise in our territory. Comes with the territory with Leslie Comision. Join me, Leslie Comision, for a breakdown of political issues facing our territory, one conversation at a time. I'm here to be the voice you can rely on for information that is straightforward and comprehensive. Tune in to be a part of the discussion. It all comes with the territory. Comes with the territory airs Sundays at 1 p.m. and re-airs at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. Well, we're back here and like this, uh, having a, a good discussion uh, with uh, sophomore Senator Franklin D. D. Franklin D. Johnson. Man, <laughs> that D have caused me some problem for the time I've been in the legislature. <laughs> I don't know how D. to Johnson do it. out of the West, affectionately known as Frankie J. For those of us, you know, it's a small community. So, so yo, yo, he's a he's senator. He's a senator. When I say he's a senator, what guy man? But he gonna always be Frankie J. Yeah, that's, all that's, the time. That, that's just how it you is. Know, you know, much folks in the legislature call me Franklin <laughs> Delano Roosevelt. Hey, can you get all the way to the Delano and the Roosevelt? <laughs> Yes. By the way, we're talking about yes. the Speedy, the Speedy, Act, speedy, speedy, speedy Trial Act, right? Yeah. So I want to read something from the Government Accounting Office in 1980. This okay. is six years after they enacted the Speedy Trial Act of 1974, right? They okay. said the intent of the Speedy Trial Act of 1974 is to speed the prosecution of accused persons in order to isolate those found guilty and prevent additional crimes by setting uniform time limits within the U.S. district courts. <clears throat> no, no, within which U.S. district courts have to process criminal cases. As of July 1, 1980, this is six years later, mm. the act provides for the dismissal of federal criminal cases not processed within established time limits. The first time limit, 30 days, that's interval one, yeah. includes the period from arrest to indictment. indictment. The second time limit, 70 days, which is interval two, includes the period from either indictment or the defendant's first appearance before the court to start the trial plea or plea of guilty, yep. right? To start the start to the start of trial, plea of guilty or, or dismissal, dismissal, right? So, in other words, right, the goal for Speedy Trial Act is to get the trial flowing. Definitely. And one of our problems here in the territory is we have redefined <laughs> the snail's pace with respect to charging someone, 
and going through the whole process. process yeah. Now, is that a, a resources problem or is it a, 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 a statute problem that is undermined or is it a combination of both? It, there's a couple of problems why we got that slow train and it, part, part is resource. Because in speaking with the Attorney General, one of the problems she she said that she have with it, it's going to be costly. It might be costly in the front end, but it's going to be saving at the back end. And one of the problems I think we have is getting our um, different um, stuff out of the lab. That's, a, that's, that's the issue there, man. In 2015, you know, we passed legislation to appropriate monies to build a crime lab here in the Virgin Islands, Senator Francis and myself, yeah. right? For multiple reasons. One of the big issues we were hearing is evidence. Evidence. Being tampered or whatever, yeah. tampered with whatever the case it is. Takes so long to get it. Uh, 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 so it would be a multiple benefit because it would actually protect evidence that is necessary, right? To protect not only um, the state, but also those who have been, been tried, charged, charged yeah. right? And there's an economic benefit. It would create jobs. And, and when, when in my conversation with the attorney general, I said to her, I said, remember, this is our legislation, and we're going to tailor it where it's going to help us, not against us. So those time frame that you have, we might not be able to use that time frame because of our evidence have to go away to a lab. Mm-hmm. So we have to use that time frame and put it in place. And that's why I'm trying to work with the attorney general to change time frame. Because until we get our lab, if you tell me it's going to take us 70 days to get stuff out of a lab, then I got to account that inside of that piece of legislation and yeah. adjust it. Yeah. it does, we're not just taking somebody else's legislation and running with it like that. We're adjusting it to, to benefit us. Because at the end of the day, what we're trying to cut down is how long it takes to have a trial and someone come and be in charge. Because it's costing us dearly. When you speak to the director, she said to you, because of me having all of these detainees, I am short of manpower. That's what I'm saying, because you, based on the ratio that you were telling me, 13 out of every 18 that are incarcerated and, are detainees, not prisoners. And, and, you know, when I sat with that director, she brought it up in the meeting. She said, Senator, we need a speedy trial act. And that's the director for the Bureau of Correction. I said... You know, I I don't want to speak about it right mm -hmm. now. She brought it up again, and mm -hmm. she started telling me the cost that it's costing the bureau. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, I I have this measure, and I'm trying to get it through to the attorney general, and mm -hmm. you know, but but the attorney general did reach out. She called me last week, mm -hmm. and we we're going to schedule this a meeting. Smith. Yes. Right? Okay. She reached out to my office, and and she wants to um she wanted to do a Zoom, and I. Senator Gittins are uh, signing on to that measure. Mm -hmm. So we said we, we don't want to do a Zoom. We want to sit down and, and go I, through I had a conversation here one day. Um, and then when I left, um, I saw Ricky, Ricky Carrington. Yeah. Right? We were talking about the two-tiered system of justice where people of with money can manipulate the system. <laughs> yeah. Right? Now, let's use the, the Trump situation. When he was first indicted... Right, um, Jack Smith, he's a special prosecutor, yeah. said, Yeah, we're gonna go to special, this the speedy trial, speedy the speedy trial, trial route, yes, right. And this is the flip now. <laughs> Basically, the reason why he wants to go to speedy trial route is because he knows you have uh, <clears throat> serial abusers of the system, Stretching. right? That because they have the means and they got the money, yeah. they could stretch things out forever, right. 
Uh, so that's why we were asking this question that day. And then Ricky Carrington met me with Cashless. So we were talking and we were saying, you know, what, I mean, I saw my Pueblo that day. Yeah. I saw my Cashless later on, right? Um, he was saying, if you got money, the way the system set up now, you could, you, yeah. I mean, you, you, you could pretty much buy your way and buy time forever and ever. And, 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 and so how do we reconcile? I think that's the best term. Yeah. Reconcile, right? Um, the fact that there are those who ain't got that kind of money that might be innocent. Innocent. But, but. Right? And those who got money, but could be guilty. Could be guilty. Or, it's, or, it's, or played a part in it, like an OJ situation, yeah, situation, yeah, right? That, right? You know? I mean, yeah. So, so, so there's that middle ground area, that gray area that, that we need to work on, Senator. And, and, and you definitely got to look from the perspective, especially for those who don't have. Mm -hmm. Because you now he might not have the financial wear, but he's innocent. And mm -hmm. now you, you delay this case, you delay this case, you delay this uh, case. Or you charge them, and now the speedy trial um, statutes are in play. In play. The, time, it, the it, timeline it, and all it that It works stuff. in that possible yeah, without financial. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The for interval. him to have a, a fair trial at yeah. a timely manner. Yeah. And either go in or out. Voices have him there. And I'm telling you this because, I, I, when I, you know, I, I don't come here and just say things for saying his sake. We have had people who they had to end up releasing that was in prison longer than the time they would have solved if they was found guilty. That cost the government. Keeping a man in prison mm -hmm. is not free. Yeah. You, you got to feed him. But wait, you got to no, take care of his medical. Let, let me ask this, 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 this street man question. It is true he had um, regular perpetrators that didn't have a problem getting picked up wrong Thanksgiving and all that stuff so they could get feed? I got some people that be, we believe that's what they were doing. They, 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 they'll, they'll come in the simplest. Look, and some of them are... Mentally, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. I know a guy that the one of mine, you know, me and, me and Kenneth Lawrence were, were tight, yeah, me yeah, and, yeah, me and Kenneth, um, yeah. And, and apparently, he's the body that they found up here by St. Dunstan's last year, yeah, okay, right. Um, you know, that's so that was painful for me, yeah, you go way back, you know. What I'm saying, I know but, a young man that tell us that know. we, we <clears throat> was released, the government didn't pay him his check. Oh, that's St. Thomas, he didn't get his money for the time that he was in prison mm -hmm. walking, went to the prison, he said, Look, y'all owe me. Three hundred dollars. I want my money. I down the street. I broke. Mm. Blah blah. Go back in get the money. Say if I don't give me my money, I gonna commit a crime and I coming back to prison. I gonna make life for your hard. He did go in the jewelry shop in Saint Thomas, my main street. Broke the shelf. Take up three watch and stand up and wait for the police to come. Oh gosh. Went back to prison. Terrorize the prison. Terrorize the officer of Saint Thomas. Send him to Saint Croix. Terrorize the hell out of we too. Over three hundred dollars at the bureau, but. Mentally, he wasn't there either. No, let me let me ask this question. Um, when a prisoner walk in, the system has the ability to reduce how much you can pay them on, on an hourly basis. It's been reduced. They, they, they don't. They don't get, they don't Min, get, minimum they, wage they don't, don't get, apply. No, no. They, get they, they get daily rates. <laughs> they get daily rates. So I yeah. I can remember, and the rates have changed since when I when I ran those programs. Uh, individual that walk on a walk detail. Mm -hmm. That's a prisoner that go and walk in a government facility. Gets ten dollars a day from that agency. Let's say we took them to public work. Mm -hmm. One time, public work had 10, 15 guys. Still, the company still for the weed workers used to bring the machine here and see to be tested. We give ten of those prisoners work to public work. Mm -hmm. Public work use those machine, put them on the street. They get ten dollars from public work. Five dollars goes in the prisoner account. Five dollars go to the bureau. Mm -hmm. That's a work detail program. You got the work release program for an individual that has under three years left on his sentence, could go on the street and get a full-time job. 
and he got to pay 10% out of his check to the bureau. Yeah. Had 20 guys in his. Yeah. yeah. I was making $100 every two weeks from these 20 guys yeah. while they yeah. were working in his. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you, I quite sure you remember Richmond. Guys, they made blacks we, in Richmond. We talk about Richmond Penitentiary up to, up to last <laughs> week or... Um, with with how we had a penitentiary in the heart of a of a housing yeah. development area, they they made yeah. they made and, blocks and, and there, the, and the, how they transitioned it to youth commission and all okay. that stuff. Yeah, so Darwin Kingdom were youth commission and stuff. We, we have to make the prisoners it ain't like you're making them work, but they gotta pay for the stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta put them and yeah, get no, them no, involved. No, 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 yo, they gotta pay something. Pe- pe- yo, 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 this is a business now. You know, it- right? <laughs> you, you, you're in jail, right? Because mm-hmm. why? You violated. Law, yep. right? And you're incarcerated. Now there are programs out there that will allow for you to be in civilization. The gen pop, right? Not not the gen pop yep. in jail. Yep. The general population yep. of, of freedom. Freedom, right? yeah. Right? You gotta give something up in return and, for that. And, man. And it works good because then it gets them prepared for coming back out. Like mm-hmm. this gentleman I spoke to you about, mm-hmm. he came out to a shack. I, I just happened to see him and I called out to him and he was so glad to mm-hmm. see me. And he's, he's a, I would consider a working project for me. Well, I, you, know, and, and, but you should feel and, good about that. Yeah, he got you know a job. I got him going to counseling. Yeah. And, and there's a couple more out there. What, what, you know? What's the next bill? Because these great conversations time to fly fast. What, what's the next major bill you're looking at? Well, the, the speedy trial the speedy is the trial. main one. Okay. I have okay. a resolution for our governor map. I'm I'm going to be naming well, North Shore Road well, that, 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 in, in his honor. That, of course. And, and yeah, North Shore Road starts from... Right, right, right down Boston here. Boston Triangle? Boston Triangle. Boston Triangle. Yeah. It goes straight across. Uh, to Villa 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 across the road to the highway. To the highway. Okay, okay. So yeah. go through Clifton Hill. Yes. Okay. Go right okay. to Cross. Um, I yeah. mean, um, I, I, I got a question to ask you, right? <laughs> I, you know, uh, Blada, Iroy, Biko before you talk yes. about all that stuff, right? Yes. Let me ask you this question, right? Because yeah. I'm talking about, uh, these are CEOs, you call them cell officers, yeah. right? Correction right? officer. officer. Brooks right? was a sergeant. Yeah. 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 Let me ask you this question. I heard one time, and this is where you guys actually become judges, right? <laughs> you take a a prisoner out for whatever reason, whatever it is, for for a legal reason or a health a healthcare reason, no. and they they ask you, "Can we take a drive around the island? Can I see it?" Yeah. Did that ever happen to you when you did that? Well, they have asked that, yes, yeah, yeah. but I, I, I never. I, I, are, are you allowed to do that? Because because you're, you're not no. allowed to do that. Because yeah. if something happened out of the yeah. Area that you was traveling so, to. Okay, okay. No, you got a next problem. So, so you were, so you, yeah. you, you could drive within the confines of where you're supposed to take the prisoner. To take but then, let, I'm talking about the discretion part now. These are yeah. human beings we're talking about. Yeah. Though. You know, you've been incarcerated for 12, 15 years. Yeah. I want to see what Christian said looks like. How can they hold that against you? Man? Well, I don't think they would. The, but the, but the, the, the thing is, you if, got if you, something you, happens, happens, you got to worry about the risk. If yes. something happens, yeah. no. Let's say I take him to the hospital. Yeah. Let's say I took him to Charles Howard. Yeah. Oh, that's a different thing, because right? Christian uh, said right next yeah, door. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I could swing through town to yeah, get something yeah, yeah, to yeah, eat. Yeah. But if you're in Sunny Isle, that's and, a whole different... And you different, come out yeah. there, that's a whole different ballgame. Okay, okay, okay. But I, I must say, right, and, and with all honesty, that we've been blessed. The, the Bureau of Correction have a record that ain't too much prison across the mainland could stand up and say. I, I had heard uh, early on that uh, when I came back from college in the late 80s, not long after that... Um, that as it relates to in prison issues, the 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 prisons in the, the the main prison, the Virgin Islands, had ranked in the top five, if not number one. 
with issues or minimum of issues? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's yes. what I mean with, 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 with the least amount of issues. And, and, and that's why I said we've been blessed. We, okay. we have never lost a correction officer in the facility. Since 74, 75, whenever it opened? By the time it opened. We have gotten, we have, we, we, we have an allegation that some of our officers that got killed on the street yeah. was related to the job. Job, yeah. But we, actually in prison. In the I, facility. I, yeah, yeah. We have never lost an officer. Okay, okay. And, and you, you rarely find prison across the United States the, where yeah, officers yeah. haven't lost their life. Mm -hmm. I need a piece of wood to knock on someplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've been blessed in that way. But we had a, we, we you know. We didn't have bad prisoners, I must say that. Some of the, some of the guys them that commit some of the most heinous crime, mm -hmm. there wasn't bad people. And sometimes you want to know, like, what caused yeah. that? Because when you start to see these people and you hear what they commit, you're like, Jesus, I'm bad, but mm -hmm. this man could barely talk. Yeah. And when I say barely talk, he barely say anything. He didn't raise his voice. He didn't get angry. And for years, you see these guys like that. So you always want to question, like, what caused him to trip out on it's that not, day? It's not. He lost traction. Just lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're totally... Yeah. In fact, our most violent criminals in the Bureau was our best prisoners. Model it's, prisoners. Model prisoners. It was... It's the guys them that had, like, teething from the grocery wait, wait, store. Wait, like I said, I got one year, leave over, and gang, gang go car, jack, yeah, and I yeah. know they're in jail for the rest of It's the life. guys that stole from the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Every minute they had a problem with yeah. somebody or mm -hmm. something, and they want to call their mother. They want to call this, but they want to call everybody. You had time on the phone. The speedy trial act is the, is the next focus. That's, that's my focus. For. I, okay. I hope to meet with the attorney general uh, we'll, within a couple weeks. Just let me know. We'll bring that back in, man. I like, give us definitely want to come to, yeah. to, to, to discuss me that, and yeah. I hope me and her I, get some I didn't bring it up today, because I still wanted to calm down. Martinez issue. No, you oh, talk that's an easy one for me. Okay, down the road. Down because road. I think it was it was, it was kind of taking out a character, you know? Okay, hold up. Down the road. And I, I want to say this. Oh, I don't hold personal things. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah. for being here, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Definitely. I was a blessed to be here. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Definitely. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Please be safe. God bless. Okay, good. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.